What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. The following is brought to you by the Social Suplex Podcast Network. This is John Silver, lead recruiter of the Dark Order, and you are listening to All Things Elite. Welcome to the 193rd episode of Social Suplex's podcast about AEW with a proclivity for positivity. Welcome to All Things Elite. My name is Austin Sumwitz. I am the host of this lovely show. Joining with me, as always, is my good buddy and friend Floyd Johnson Jr., who I will be seeing in just a couple days' time in Las Vegas for Double or Nothing weekend. It's the go-home week. We're almost there to being in Vegas. My man, how is you doing? Dude, let me tell you, this might be every night before I leave is the longest night of my life. So um, I'm very excited about tomorrow. I am mostly excited about White Castle, but I am excited. (laughs) But no, I'm just kidding. I am really like I I always tell people for me, AEW and going to shows is like homecoming that happens every yeah. few months because a lot of these a lot of friends you you sydney definitely inclu- uh, included are you know, like y'all become like you know extended family for me right yeah. but we really only see each other in wrestling shows that's the only time right or wrestling events in cities so that's the only time we see each other so it's like yeah so i go in and i get to see y'all and i get to see the people all the people who work for aw i get to see all the people to travel in uh, from Detroit and all these places. And it just, it just like, it feels like I'm coming home, you know, like just like, Oh, what you been up to? You catch up because you, you really, you know, you know, you talk, but you don't talk, talk until you like see someone. So very excited <clears throat> for the weekend. I'm very excited. Uh, and it's almost become my gimmick at this point that I'm going to White Castle uh, yeah. it's hilarious to people that that's the thing that I talk about most when going to Vegas. But uh, let's be real. I'm not a big drinker. I will drink. Not a drinker. I mm-hmm. I will gamble. Not a gambler. Right. You know, and so those are like those are the things to do in Vegas other than go to shows. And it's like, well, I go to shows, but I'm not a big drinker and gambler. So what do I do? I, you know, I, I go to White Castle because that's something that they have there that they don't have at my house. But 
I am looking forward to everything. I have never done a Las Vegas buffet, so I'm going to do a Las Vegas breakfast breakfast buffet, brunch buffet on Ooh. on Sunday for uh, to, to just to knock that off the whole list. And I'm looking forward to all the wrestlers doing the meet and greets. It's like, man, yeah, I, 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 I people like, well, you, you like FTR. You've met them like a hundred times. I'm like, dude, it's different every time. Well, and here's the thing that's going to be different about it. Your boy's going to join in for the picture because we got to get the podcast to meet FTR considering we like how much we talk about them. Yes, and that's what I'm like. I'm just like, hey, Cash, hey, Dax, you know, get our picture. And they be like, you know, it's a good time. And it's like, yeah, it's like I get to see them again, you know, for, for you know, every few months or whatever. It's like check in, you know, and it's – uh. No, we're a good time. I get to uh, add some pictures. Uh, I've met Jamie Hayter several times, but you know, I get to meet her with the tag uh, with the title this time. Exactly, Ru- uh, Ruby. Get to get. I think this is like Ruby's first AEW figure. I get to get signed. Yeah, uh, it looks like the shop AEW figure is going to be Jade. And then, you know, I, I I have my Jade figure to get signed too. So it's going to be a really really good time i'm looking forward to it all and then there's a show that's gonna happen you know oh, it's yeah. double or nothing this will be this is 2019 this is the fifth double or nothing this is the fourth one they allowed people in and i've been to all four of those yeah, yeah. i mean 2020 was stolen from us yeah <laughs> no no it's like it's funny it's funny like cody First TNT champion, you know, I was there for him to lose the world title. And I was like, oh, well, they can make this TNT title. He's probably going to be that champion. I don't think I was ever there for any of his wins. Yeah, that's true. I saw him lose it. Never <laughs> saw him win it. I think I've seen him. Lo- I think I saw him lose it twice and <laughs> never saw him win it. That's yeah. No, uh, so that's interesting. But this will be FTR's first title defense. On a pay-per-view? I mean, well... Yeah. And, well, especially considering what happened last yeah. year's Double or Nothing where they weren't even on the damn card. It'll be yeah, just fucking... Yeah. Thank God they're actually wrestling this time. In almost three years, because their last title defense uh, was Revolution 2020 when they lost the titles to the Young Bucks, right? Oh, no, full, it was a full gear. I say full gear, right. yes. Yeah, full gear. It was the last pay-per-view of the year. It was full gear 2020 when they lost the pay-per-view. So it's like, oh, they they get to actually, maybe they can get a title defense on a pay-per-view. Maybe they can do we'll that. See. But, but we'll see. I'd like to see that. But yes, uh, no, I'm really excited about seeing you and Sid. I always am happy to see both of you. And yeah. unfortunately... There's this big event coming up next month that I'm probably not going to be able to make it to. We'll talk about it in a minute. Yep. That mm-hmm. uh, it, And that sucks. But every, every time this year, I don't know how I do it this year. And I, I'm literally going to have to set a calendar and a, like a big warning sign not to plan anything. I always yep. overextend myself during the summer. Like, I'm literally, like right now, <laughs> I'm planning like five or six trips. All... <laughs> Within the next three months. Like, so I have this trip this weekend, which will be great. Then in a couple weeks, I'm going to Dallas for the Fan Expo for my birthday weekend, right? Right. That's 10th and 11th. Literally for what it was like, whatever June 17th is. Not June 17th, June 21st. So like 10 days later, I'm in Chicago uh, for Tyler's birthday and Dynamite. 
because that was the one that we originally thought Punk was going to be at. So I bought a ticket to that one. So we're just going to, it's Tyler's birthday, so we're going to go ahead and do that one, right? And then right. a couple weeks from then, I had the <clears throat> Superhero Comic Con in San Antonio that I was telling you about, right? So that's July 7th. And then I got London. Uh, London is the extended one. It, it's like I have a few months. But uh, yeah, I got London late August. So it's like... Uh, so people are like, well, why aren't you going? I'm like, I've completely overextended myself. <laughs> like I have too many, I have too many irons in the fire and I do it every year. It's completely on me. It's a great first world problem to have. Don't get me wrong. I am, I'm not bitching. Uh, I, I am very happy. It's a good problem to have, but yeah, every year I stress myself out for two months. Cause I'm like, how am I going to do all this shit that I have planned and have right. said yes to? And then it, it ends up working out and that's what I'm planning on this year, but we'll see. Yeah, we will see. Um, but we are going to get into everything, uh, leading into double or nothing as well as give our predictions for the pay-per-view. Um, and we're going to be pretty quickly, I will say, on the Dynamite stuff because there wasn't a ton, but there were some very big key moments we do want to talk about uh, specifically. But before we get into everything, make sure you guys are downloading this fine show on Google or Apple Podcasts. And if you listen to us on Spotify or wherever you choose to listen to us, please give us a share with your friends, family, coworkers, whoever you wish. You can leave a rating and a review. It really does help. Uh, the podcast out and you can also follow us on social media we are at at elite on on twitter you can also follow at social suplex who are the guys that make this show possible and you can check out all the other shows they have on their network you will not be disappointed i am at austin sumowitz s-z-u-m-o-w-i-c-z floyd is at floyd johnson jr on twitter and uh there was a couple big things that we want to talk about we'll get this one out of the way quickly because um we're going to gush a little bit about the next one but we finally have a release date for aew fight forever it is a it has taken so so long and we've all been patiently waiting and we've seen the trailers and we've seen like the snippets that they've allowed us to see but we have a release date it was rumored to be a little bit earlier when than what we ended up getting but we have a release date so june 29th 2023 aew fight forever will be out on all of the major consoles, including Nintendo Switch, which I think is a pretty pretty big one as well. Uh, hopefully it runs better than the, than the WB2K games, because we've known how much of a disaster those have been. But uh, we've seen a lot of gameplay footage, including the inter intergender wrestling, which is awesome. Honestly, the fact that that's in a, in a wrestling game, I think, is really fucking cool. Um, and also, my boy's still in the game. They didn't pull him. Cool. Woo! But <laughs> it's... It's honestly got me super hyped looking at it, seeing the old uh, meters from w from WWF No Mercy that they that they brought back. They're really going old school with this. Um, I'm hoping it lives up to the hype. Um, obviously, I didn't grow up with those games because I was a baby. But um, for the people that did grow up with those games, I will hope that they get exactly what they were promised, which was WWF No Mercy with an AEW roster and updated graphics. Um, I'm excited. I, it looks like it's going to be a blast. I'm preparing to get my pre-order uh, very, very shortly. But AW Fight Forever is coming out. I'm gassed. I'm super excited about it. Um, Floyd, the man who only plays Madden, what are your thoughts? Oh, well, I didn't buy 2K this year because I said the next wrestling game I was playing was Fight Forever. I didn't know when it was coming out, 
but I had made it clear that was the next game I was going to play. So we actually have a date. It's actually in my birth month. I am not a birth month person, you know, like, oh, it's my birthday all month. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that, I'm not that person. I really ain't, but it's kind of cool that it is coming out in June. Uh, I am looking forward to first match. My first match, CM Punk versus Kenny Omega. Yep. CM Punk giving about five or six GTSs to Kenny Omega and like pinning him with a foot. Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. Um, yeah, you know, you know, like what would happen in real life. Um, now, I'm looking forward to that. FTR is not on the original uh, box, so that does suck so i have to wait a, i apparently gonna have to wait a minute to do ftr versus the young bucks uh but yeah and then i get cody i get cody and he will become the AEW world champion now i did say this and i mean this i am a, all about details in video games it would be hilarious in the video game if that's the one thing you can't do is cody can't win the yeah. world title Oh, it'd be hysterical. It'd be, <laughs> it'd be like, Cody hysterical. can't, Cody. No, that's against the rules. Cody can't be the world champion. You can't. He can't. He's literally the only person in company history that is barred from being the AEW world champion. So that's, that's, a, that's literally a stipulation that they've only done one other time, but that the other time the other team won it. So, uh, no, it's that. I find that hilarious. Looking forward to all the women's matches that I can do. Just destroy people with Jay Cargill, gets her get her to twelve hundred and O, which is the ultimate goal. Um Jay Cargill goes her whole wrestling career without losing. That's the goal. No. Uh no, uh I'm looking forward to it. I I'm stoked. Uh, you know, I was definitely on the it's been too too effing long period of thing. I was like a few months ago, but now that it's coming out, it's like I don't get excited about video games as much. I don't. I don't. I uh, Madden, it's clockwork. It's, it's like, damn it, the moment day is to day you can reserve Madden. I reserve Madden, you know. And uh, I plan on playing Harry Potter this summer, but you know, I, I'm literally like, what? What? June 29th, I believe is what a Friday. So I believe so, yeah. Uh, no, no, Thursday. So uh, if they uh, do like a pre-order where you can get it Tuesday, I'll get that. But whenever I know I'm going to have it in, I am literally taking that next day off and just going to play it all day. Like, I'm going old school. I'm going early 20s. You know, back in the early 2000s. I know you don't remember it, but that's what I used to do, especially right after I graduated, uh, uh, graduated high school. When Madden would come out, I would like, and I was working, I would take Madden day off and the next two days because I really needed to get it out of my system before I could go back to work. Yeah, so, uh huh, yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna be excited when that comes out, honestly. So, uh, I expect that we will, because uh, you're gonna get it on PlayStation. I, 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 the one thing I wish they would do, I know they probably won't but it's the thing i want more video games to do is cross play so where like xbox can play with P with playstation i want that to become a pretty worldwide thing eventually in gaming um in the in the coming months and stuff like that i know some games have done it um so i hopefully that'll be the case uh, so that way i can kick your ass yeah. um because i do not have a ps5 nor will i get one probably in the near future yeah but you but should. Of course, you should have a PS5 because it's just a superior gaming system. 
But right, we're gonna quit. <laughs> and how? No, I'm not. Uh, I'm not starting trying to start a South Park battle on here. Exactly. Uh, yeah, we no, don't need to do that episode. Uh, no, a video game systems a video game system is a video is, game yeah. I just prefer PS I always say I, I just prefer the Sony controller that's why I stick with Sony um, but uh, no I'm, I'm lo- like I'm looking forward to playing as many people possible playing all the story modes uh, WWF No Mercy when asked is my favorite game ever it is not even kidding uh, my friend Jason that's the last game wrestling game he played regularly he he loved that game. He would come over and we would play. And right now, right now, he's up in our little home federation. He's the world champion and from 20 years ago. So we got to run it back. We got to go. I got to get my revenge. Mm-hmm. Old, yeah, uh, no, old, well, old intense, intense CA needs to get his revenge. That's, right. that's my wrestler character's name. What is oh, your what is your wrestling character's name, Mister Austin Summerwood? I was never really, honestly, the the creator wrestler thing was something I never really uh, did a bunch. Uh, but if my creator wrestler was something, um, I think I always um, wanted to just I just took my name and would just be like, um, what was it like? Like something stupid like Austin two plus two, Austin two plus two instead mm. of uh, three sixteen. Ah, something really, really stupid. Oh yes, mine uh, was intense. Chris Anderson. Ooh, and that was gonna. You be... took that. You took that real serious. Well, when I was growing up, I wanted you know, you know, before I realized how unathletic I actually am, I wanted to be a wrestler. I, I had dreams of being a wrestler before I realized I was super slow. But uh, and yeah, that was gonna be my name. It's of course, if you know me, my favorite wrestler ever is Arn Anderson. Uh, and my other favorite wrestler is the one that should not be named. So it's a combination of their two names. Chris, all right, Chris all right. Anderson and Intense was yeah. was based on football uh, and sports. Because whenever somebody was like a really aggressive player, guess what they would say? They had intensity. In- yeah. And they were they were a very intense person, blah blah blah. So that's where it came, and it was stylized with the capital N, no I, of course, tense. And that was going to be my name. And I was like, dude, I'm going to be the you know one day I'm going to main event WrestleMania. And then you know again realized I, I was the unathletic African American out there. You know, damn it, my brother. <laughs> it's, it's so it's so it's so funny because I uh, I'm gonna we're gonna move on really quickly, but yeah. my brother is really short, but he's super athletic, right? Right. I'm tall, but not athletic at all. So if there was some kind of weird combination of us, there you go. <laughs> it might have we might have made it, but no, I am like yeah, I had two left feet like my whole existence. So, uh, but yeah, let's uh, talk about some wrestling. Oh yeah, well I mean, well, I mean the, the, first, other, the other, yeah, the, other the first, the first two. This is the first time yeah. we've had two uh, big news of the week. I didn't know oh, which yeah. one to pick. And the, well, that's the thing. So the fight forever was huge. The fact that we finally have a release date, but also we now know because last week AEW Collision on Saturday nights was announced on TNT. They listed a whole bunch of shows that they were going to be doing, multiple ones in Canada, and gave a whole list of some shows that they have already listed and putting tickets on sale, except for the first episode. They did not say when that what that was. They said we will reveal that next week. 
And we now know. Fuck your contingency plan. It's not going to be in Jacksonville. It's at the United Center. It's finally going to happen. After months and months of bullshit and tiresome drama and just waiting and just wondering, is he coming back? Are they letting him go? Just make the decision already. United Center for a brand new TV show. Who's going to help sell that show? Oh, I know. C.M. Punk. So, I, I we are the proclivity for positivity. I like to keep everything highbrow. Uh, we're smiley people. Me and Austin, we love, we love, and we want to be friends, get pictures with everybody. Yay! <laughs> right now, for a few minutes, and you can speed together about 15 minutes if you want to, Floyd and Austin are about to choose violence. Yep. Uh, I, I, I don't say this much. You know, I do, I do like being right. But our first show after... After this, uh, after uh, All Out Brawl Out, I listen to other podcasts. I listen to, you know, all my other podcasts, all the different areas, and they were like, man, I don't see how they bring CM Punk back. Uh, they're, they're working on a buyout. I don't know. He's cancer. He's not coming back. But there was one person in all of podcasting that I know of. And you might know of another person. I can't say I listen to every podcast, but there was a one person that said that CM Punk was a hundred percent coming back to AEW. There was never a doubt in my mind. He was leaving the AEW. That was me, right? Austin. Oh yeah. Did I ever, did I ever back down on that thought process? You did not. I have watched wrestling for too long. And if you look at Brawl Out in the entirety of the crazy shit that has happened in professional wrestling, it doesn't even rank in the top 10. And in all those cases, those people had to go back and work. So, no, I never thought CM Punk was going anywhere. He is a draw. He is the draw. He is the biggest draw in AEW. And you don't get rid of the biggest draw in AEW. You know who else is a studier and lover of professional wrestling? The person that probably knows 10 times as much as me. His name is Tony Khan. The shit happens in wrestling. You're Now everyone's ever going to get along. Fights happen. Fights happen in locker rooms, in baseball locker rooms, football locker rooms. They happen everywhere. And you know what? The team has to get together and keep going. CM Punk is coming back to AEW. Because CM Punk is a difference maker. People mm-hmm. want to see him. People love him. Austin loves him. I love him. We, 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 we literally bought tickets to a Dynamite on June 21st because we thought he was going to be there. Right? That was the goal. Yes. That was the goal is that he was going to be there. And we're, we're going to talk about this in a second. But I just wanted to tell every one of you. I told you so. You can go listen to the song if you want to. But I, Floyd Johnson, the proclivity for positivity person on this show that loves to show, Mr. Uh, Mr. FTR Express on Twitter, if you're looking for the profile name, told you. And I 
was a hundred percent right. Hundred percent right. So yeah. I just want to throw that out there. Your thoughts on this whole situation, Mister Austin? Yeah, honestly, at this point in time, because um, I'm I'm about to be at that same level as you. I promise you. When I hear that static, and I hear cult of personality, and he walks out, I'm going to be the most toxic version of myself. Because all these times, I've heard people constantly, for months, we don't want him back, he is cancer, do not bring him back, leave him to the streets. I heard all of that. And now... United Center is selling like hotcakes. Yet again. Hasn't even been officially announced that Punk's going to be there. But we know. But we know. Just like Clockwork. Just like Clockwork, what happened? Back August 20, 2021. Just like Clockwork. It's happening again. And right now, I'm just like, I'm at ease right now. I'm just like, okay. I'm, I'm going to be able to watch my favorite wrestler on television again. I'm going to be able to enjoy that. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be back and get to see the man that gave me the best year of wrestling that I have had as a fan, like, ever. And I don't have to fucking say anything to anybody or, like, prove anything. I'm tired of the having to defend myself with me being a CM Punk fan, getting weird looks, and being like, how can you still like him nowadays? I... Fuck it. It's going to be done because I can watch him on TV. Other people can be upset, but I am going to be just so happy and just be a fan because I can finally see this man on television again. I enjoy CM Punk. His Instagram stories of him like like slightly commentating hockey, amusing. I want to see him wrestle while I still can. And now I'm going to be able to. He will help lead AEW to have Collision get off the ground. This will build. And then me and Floyd will get what we want. We want CMFTR versus the Elite. It's that simple. We've said it constantly. It's what we want. It's the best possible outcome for this entire situation. Is to have that match and make bank off of it. So, yeah, I, I'm like right now. I'm calm. I'm I'm chill. But when that music hits, y'all gotta just like duck for cover because it's gonna be relentless from me. Absolutely relentless. And Floyd actually made a comment to me that honestly, like that when you when you messaged me this comment that this take that you were that you have, which I support. I was just glad that you were the one that that came out to say it, because I like if I say it, people would be like, "Shut the hell up." But we got Mr. Floyd saying it. Floyd, what was your take that you said to me? So these tickets to this United Center went on sale, you know, for this the return of this non-draw, right? Uh, I I want to tell you, uh, you know, um, I'm going to make this point for you. CM Punk has sold more tickets to a TV show than the elite could to a pay-per-view. Listen here, listen. Pay-per-view. 
Double or nothing. Everybody knew that it was leading to anarchy in the arena. Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Hangman draws the elite. Versus the Blackpool Combat Club, John Moxley, Brian Danielson, Willie Yuta, Claudio. Oh, God, this is this is this is probably the best team matchup AEW can have. Then today they announce a show. I mean, they they say, hey, these tickets on Wednesday, they say these tickets gonna sell Friday morning. Tony went on sale Thursday morning to a show in United Center. And I'm looking at the I'm looking at the uh the poster. I don't I don't see Kenny Omega. I don't see Hangman. I don't see uh I don't see John Moxley. I don't see the Young Bucks. None of them on this poster, correct? Am I am I looking at the right poster? You're looking at the right ones. And without a match announced, just on the idea that this non-draw Phil Brooks is going to be there, they have sold more tickets than Double or Nothing. Yeah. CM Punk is the draw in AEW. He is one. Everybody else is a draw. Believe me, all in, there, all in, there. All the places they've sold out, great. I got it. But right now, 2023, you're looking at, there's only five pay-per-views in AEW this year. I think that, I mean, the pay-per-view in AEW is a special thing, right? There's five. Look at Double Nothing, full card, Anarchy in Arena, Young Bucks and Kenny Omega featured in a big match. Versus CM Punk, whose tickets went on sale at roughly 10 a.m. today. Already has outsold double or nothing. That's not speculation. I'm looking at the map. I'm looking at the map. There's like no lower level seats. This United Center's bigger. Oh, I don't know if it's bigger than T-Mobile. I think it's stacked out there for more tickets than T-Mobile. And the tickets. Look very quick. And guess what goes on sale tomorrow? The show. It hasn't. This is the pre-sale, and they're they're going to sell more if if it's close. Ah, they've all outsold. They're gonna outsell double or nothing easily, and you're gonna say, "Who's the draw?" Punk is the draw. CM Punk is the draw. FTR, who's on the poster, is the draw. United Center has 3,500 extra seats than T-Mobile, who yeah. that's about 20,000 capacity. Yeah. So let's go. Let's go. Let's talk about it. Let's have the conversation. Again, I told you I'm choosing violence. Because <laughs> all these people have said, oh, the elite, the elite, this, it's called all oh, elite wrestling. Yeah. But TK wanted punk first. When he was making his list of who he wanted to start the company on, guess who was at the top of the list? Mr. Phil Brooks. Mm-hmm. The draw. Jericho, amazing. F- uh, the Elite, amazing. And they did it. They set the table. They set the table. Believe me, I was there. I was at all the shows. They set the table. But you need to level up. They have reached a level. And it needs to go to the next level. CM Punk was starting to get them there. But I, I had my biggest problem with the first run for CM Punk 
was this. I love CM Punk. I loved his run. But he was a white meat, good guy, baby face, right? Exactly. Yes. That's not CM Punk. No, that's the thing. No, and again, yeah. that's the thing. I, I enjoyed yeah. the victory lap. I did. Like, yeah. Honest to God, that was the thing. It was a victory lap for me because I, in my mind, I was like, I'm enjoying Babyface CM Punk. I am. I knew some people were getting tired of it and all that kind of stuff, but I was enjoying it. But also, I knew that you give this man time, he will become the most toxic, vicious heel you have ever seen. MJF will look like a childhood bully compared to CM Punk when he turns heel. And that's what he has to be. Because while, yes, people are excited about this, there's also, if Punk thinks he's going to come back and a majority of the, and like all the fans are going to be excited and love him and be like, oh my God, no, 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 no. Because I know the CM Punk haters. They exist still. They're still out there. And they will be at these shows. And I say, jump on it before they even get the chance. Give them a reason to hate you. Because listen, I love Punk. Always have. He is such a better heel than a babyface. He would tell you that himself. I remember when he was babyface in WWE, back when he was in ECW, and then he got called up and he was a babyface, and then they wanted to turn him heel, and Vince was literally like, hey, we're going to turn you heel. I don't know how it'll go, but you know, there's a challenge. I want to see how, what you can do. And Punk laughed, being like, what's the challenge? Because it's not. We joke about it all the time, but this man's hateable. It's one of the things that makes him polarizing. Dude, he is a ha- easily hateable person. He says it on the Instagram post. Love, hate, it's all the same thing. All the same. And it's going to continue to be the same. When this man comes back, and then wrestling will never be the same again. Yes. Because like I said, wrestling, when punk is in it, is better. It's just better. And I d- what it, that's I d- what it is, dude. I don't know what it means for my boys FTR, but when I started chiming, uh, ringing the bell for FTR, loving FTR, being the you know asshole I am for FTR, they weren't good guys. I tell them all the time. It's weird that everybody cheers them now. Yeah, it's weird. I tell them whenever I get an opportunity, whenever I go to my meet and greets, it is weird. I love it for them. But, no, my FTR, oh, they wear black hats, brother. They don't wear white, you know. Uh, And I am looking, if I get that opportunity, which I sincerely hope I do, I'm looking for my boys that wear black hats one more time. And guess what? You're going to be like, oh, no, I'm going to cheer them just as hard. And whatever they do to people, the people deserve that how that's how yeah. it works with me <laughs> like again enjoy this enjoy this show yeah. while you can because <laughs> i'm there's going to be a good portion of you who are going to be tired of our shit because we're just going to be literally just some of the worst versions of ourselves because like especially if when punk and ftr align to do shit oh my god yeah. it's gonna be hell i mean this show might end it might be called the cm punk and ftr hour cm ftr yeah. hour yeah all things cm ftr I don't know. No, uh, I will always do my best to whenever the angle does not have anything to do with FTR or CM Punk, I am going to be as unbiased as possible. 
Absolutely. But when it has something to do with those three people, don't expect that. that, 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 that no, I am not a journalist. I, this is a fan podcast. I don't have to be. I don't have to be unbiased. I can be as biased as possible. And yes, I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to this. But we talked about this. Austin has an early fight. So yeah. as much as I enjoy dancing on all of these people's graves, <laughs> we should move on at this point. Yes. No. We will. We're gonna move on. Like I said, we're gonna be real quick with the AEW Dynamite that took place from the MGM Grand Garden Arena, the place where it all started. Um, in Las Vegas, Nevada. And we're going to quickly go through just a majority of the stuff. Um, as we all know, the show opened up with uh, an international championship match, freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy versus Kyle Fletcher. Um, or OC continuing to just carry that IC, that international championship uh, with pride, leading into, of course, the fact that we now know um, all of the members of the International Championship Blackjack Battle Royal taking place at Double or Nothing. Um, and we're going to get to that when we get to our predictions. Um, okay. But it was a great match to open things up. Um, and yeah, that was pretty much the, the, the one thing I wanted yeah, to say with yeah, the uh, match. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, it's funny. It's real, it's real cool seeing Kyle Fletcher now. As in, when I saw him first, he was like this really skinny, scrawny dude. I was like, oh, dude, he has to put on weight. He didn't put on weight. He put on a foot of height, basically. And then he put on weight. And now he is what he is. And that was an excellent match. And Aussie Open, too. They had Coming off of this, they're all elite. Yeah, I was going to say, a couple times, I actually thought they might go with Fletcher as the winner. But uh, OC did his thing. It was great. But now... Yeah, after the match, the biggest news of the week. I mean, the biggest news, the biggest signing, my favorite signing of 2023 for uh, AEW, Aussie Open. Uh, It's funny, now you got three of my top five tag teams under the same roof, and I am really looking forward to it. I even tweeted out, we are one step closer, one step closer to FTR versus Aussie Open 2 under the AEW umbrella, which hopefully that means it's stateside and I actually get to be there live for it. But yeah, it's 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 a big pickup. It's a big pickup. Uh, AEW has always, from the beginning, said the tag team division was going to be important to them. Adding the hottest young tag team in the world just proves that it matters to them. Yeah, no question. Um We'll move quickly over because there was a couple things. Um, uh, Ricky Starks got jumped by Bullet Club Gold. Um, and uh, the only thing I got to comment on that is that seeing Jay White do Ricky's pose made me bust a gut, honestly. Oh, he did uh, it like two or three times. Yeah, he was just like, just in case you missed it. Uh, that was funny. Um, Jungle Boy, of course, they had all the pillars basically talk for tonight leading into that match. Um, the only thing I want to talk about is when we get to the main promo with the pillars. Um, but we got to get to your boys, uh, FTR because they came out and they were talking trash on Jeff Jarrett and Jay lethal until Mark Briscoe came down to the ring. That line about, uh, go back to, uh, go back to what it was like your mom or God, Sean Ross sat, put it out. And I just, I, I don't, I'm not really good. The yeah. memory's not always what it should be. I'm not be. talking about your bitch of a wife. I'm talking yeah. about go running back to Dixie Carter. Yes. Yes. And it's, uh, yeah, no, uh, it, it was hard. He's like, 
the AEW is not going to be represented by TNA rejects. Is what he said. Yes. That's the that was the money line. That was that was not nice. That was not no. nice. And yeah. Uh, yeah, good stuff. It's un- they're underrated on the mic. FTR, I, I'm they not, are. I'm not gonna say they're the best in the world on the mic or whatever. I but they're very underrated, overlooked on the mic. Cash index. You put them on the mic, they're gonna shoot daggers. They're gonna like do the intensity level of that promo. Put the intensity level of this uh, feud on a whole different level. This is not going to yeah. be a wrestling. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. And then, yeah. And then Mark Briscoe came out basically being like, the hell was the power driver about? And he's like, I couldn't see. And Dax, and, da- and Mark was like, are you serious? That's your that's your excuse? Uh, to which uh, Mark sl- just sl- slaps Dax in the face. And then <laughs> all of a sudden you see Jeff Jarrett, Sanjay Dutt, and Jay Lethal, and even Karen Jarrett. And he just comes and just starts pushing everybody out of the way. And then he's just like, goes to Jay and goes like, you're my boy. But I'm getting tired of this shit, and just like grabs him by the face and shoves him, basically yeah. being like, "If you think Mark is gonna be picking sides, you're stupid." Dude, dude, I was like, I, I hope Dax used the bathroom before he came yeah. out because he got the shit slapped out of him right there. Oh man. god, man. <laughs> I was like, dude, that was that was crazy. That was crazy, and I was like, oh, dude, he's gonna mess him up. And then Cash was trying to. Trying to be peacekeeper, which is, you know, seems the same, the role it seems like he plays, you know, period. And so, no, I was, I'm looking forward to that uh, going forward. Uh, I don't know where this is going to end up. I don't know how it's going to end, but it really did elevate my excitement for this match. For sure. Um, Then we move over to uh, the one thing I want to say after that is, because we saw another uh, uh, open house match, which is cool. Um, but MJF got it in the ring, made talk about how the pillars are not just a part of AEW. We are AEW because we, no one knew who we were, who we all were four years ago, and now we have beaten the best. Uh, but he's like, look, I'm sick of the contract. I'm kind of sick of this pl- this place. I'm si- I'm sick of the lack of competition. I'm not getting respect. Tony knows. Uh, your boy's contract's coming up, so you should be worried that I might just take my ball and go home. And let's not forget, this man was trying to get on a plane, it seemed like, 
last year at Double or Nothing. So we know this man is he's talking. Um, Darby Allen came out, uh, cut a pretty good promo. Not not the best promo I've heard from Darby, but a pretty good one I would say. Um, being like you know, I people told me to play it safe, but I'm not a puppet. You can't tell me how to live my life. I want to be the face of AEW to do that. I need to be the world champion. I'm gonna take you. I'm gonna take your title, and I might even do it with a headlock takeover. Darby gets kicked in the dick, uh, and then MJF is about to get the dynamite diamond ring and blast uh, Darby with it. But Sammy Guevara comes out, and Max just runs out. Then Jungle Boy comes out, clotheslines MJF, and then he picks up the triple B, holds it, and raises it above his head. So Jungle Boy, you just cursed yourself. Good job. See, it's like, dude, the hell is you doing? The hell is you doing picking that thing up? I, just I, look, I, like, the hell is you doing? So everybody kind of did their final promo in doing this before yes. the show, and I thought they were solid. I thought I'm going to be like, I'm, I think I'm always going to be like, Jungle Boy is better in the pre-recorded things, right? Yeah. And, I, I, and this is me speaking completely as a fan, not anyone that speaks inside. I don't think he understands or has found who his character is yet. That's the thing. It's just, I, 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 honest to God, dude, I like Jungle Boy a lot. I do. But you take away, you take away Luchasaurus, you take away Jurassic Express, and this dude, like, I know they're trying so hard to get the Jack Perry, like, side of things, like, not just calling him Jungle Boy and all that kind of stuff, but he doesn't know what that is. He I doesn't know yeah. who that is. So, and it's funny, I had to stop. John Cena cut this terrible scathing promo on uh, Austin Theory. Yeah, that, and he, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, when you talk, I don't believe you. That's Jungle Boy to me. Yeah, I, I'm so glad you brought that up because I, 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 I think they have the same problem. Yeah, it's like, like they're, they're almost there. Yeah, and it's like, I can tell you, the Pillars match on, the Pillars match on Sunday is going to be amazing. It's one of my most anticipated matches, yeah, but like it might be, it might be the match of the year. It might be the greatest four way you ever seen because I don't question any of those four people when it comes to what they can do in between those ropes. <laughs> but wrestling, a lot of times, like to get to that next level, you have to have a character. I know who MJF is. I know who Darby Allen is. Dude, I like, when I tell you right now, Man. when I tell you right now, sorry to interrupt though, when Man. I tell you right now, one of the most scathing lines that uh, MJF had in his segment uh, talking about the pro the pillars is when he said, I could just lock, uh, I could just lo lock uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry in a hyperbolic chamber while he talks to nothing and just ends up boring himself to death. Exactly. And I'm not, I'm not saying every wrestler I liked had to be the greatest promo. My one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, he who must not be named. Not a great promo at all. But I knew who his character was, right? I don't know who Jungle Boy's character is. We'll find out. Hopefully this is something that fixed. You know, I mean, he feels like he has his solid fan base of supporters and everybody's he like does. he's going to be that guy and it's just like but they're not really pushing him as somebody that's going to be that guy. They're kind of pushing him as somebody that's close to being that guy now. And I just like you, maybe you are, but I don't know who that guy is. Right. Like again, I, I think he's, he's getting there. 
Yeah. But being in a world title match, it's, it's there's fun. there's expectations that come with that. Yes, and you have three people, three other people that are confident in who their characters are, and it has put a magnifying glass, a spotlight on how unconfident in your character you are. Yeah. Well, then also too, <laughs> when you have when you have two of them that have actually you know done stuff with singles titles in AEW. Yeah. And then Jungle Boy has not. So, like, yes, he, he was a tag team champion, and he won the Casino Battle Royal. This man has not won a singles title, and, like, the other three have. So he really needed to make himself stand out. And I think in the buildup, like, again, I think Sammy's more believable at this point. And I like Sammy, too. But Jungle Boy should be leaps and bounds better than Sammy. But... Again, I don't want to dog on the guy. I honest to God do. Like if you no, think no. I don't like him, I, yeah. if you think I don't like him, then like I you're not listening. I do like Jungle Boy, but I just I want him to find something. Yeah. Because I think the moment he does, ship will just click like that. Because everything else is there. Yeah. The so- the entrance is there. The song is there. The fucking look is there, and the wrestling is there. Just yeah. figure out who you are. It's that simple. But moving off of that, one thing I want to say too, real quick. Shout out to Lady Frost. I, I I shouted her out last week about how good she did on Ring of Honor, and she got to wrestle Taya Valkyrie uh, on Dynamite this week. So glad that I got to see that happen. But you know, it didn't last too long because Jade Cargo came down uh, for that. Um, but now we have to move quickly into the contract signing with Chris Jericho and Adam Cole. Quite possibly. I mean, it was the highlight of the night. No question about it. This, of course, the unsanctioned match was being signed for Chris Jericho versus Adam Cole at Double or Nothing. And Adam Cole was like, how? I wondered why for weeks, why you did what you did. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. You made me watch as Britt was beaten with a kendo stick over and over and over again while you directed traffic. Maybe it's just because you're a scumbag. But here's the thing. We're going to find out on Sunday if you can walk because I'm going to break your legs. We're going to find out if you can still talk because I'm going to break your jaw. We're going to find out if you're going to be able to write. And you better sign that paper now because I'm going to break your hand. And Jericho then re-rolls the footage from Pittsburgh of Britt being the, getting the shit kicked out of him. It's like, goes through it again. What kind of man would allow the love of his life to get beaten up? Mere inches. That was you. You could have stopped that. But you're a coward, and you didn't. But I'm going to knock your teeth down your throat. You can't beat the Ocho. And there's, again, once again, you're getting outsmarted. No rules? There's five of us and two of you pointing at him and Roderick Strong. And he's like, yeah, it's okay. But I called to someone who lived lives right here in Las Vegas, and he's crazier than all of the JAS combined. And he goes, who's crazier than the JAS? Homicidal genocidal, suicidal, Sabu. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Let me tell you right now. (laughs) This is so rude. Dishing, getting rid of Bobby Fish. And now like when eventually we get Kyle O'Reilly back, you put in Sabu 
for Undisputed Era. Bobby Fish, your replacement just like fucking outclassed you in 10 seconds. Where's the lie? That's all I'm saying. But for real. Unreal seeing Sabu come out. Immediately grabs a chair and chucks it. Uh, at uh, um, Yeah, he chucks it at Jan- I think it was at Daniel Garcia, I'm pretty sure. Um, it was unreal. So having Sabu in the corner of Adam Cole for this unsanctioned match. Like, that's incredible. Like, that's insane. What a fucking pull they got to get him to show up for this and be able to be in Adam Cole's corner. Adds so much fuel to this. And also, again, Adam Cole, dude, just outstanding. I'm so I'm so psyched that I finally get to meet him because he's significant, been one of my favorites for so long. It's not just because his name is Austin, too. But this dude is just so good at what he does. And I'm he makes you care so easily. It's just so easy to care whenever he's in a storyline. It just it's that simple. And then you add Sabu in there for an unsanctioned match. Oh my god. I'm so freaking excited. So, Floyd, go ahead and give your thoughts on this. Uh okay. So, I want I got actually in a weird position. I've actually called a match from Sabu uh that he was in on our local indie, right? Yeah. And to say that I called a match just in this little VFW hall to I'm going to be seeing him perform in front of about 10,000 people on Sunday in the last two years. Yeah, the come up. That's a pretty good come up, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. And honestly, I had heard like a few months ago, I'm not really good with the time, that like he was like on his deathbed and now he's walking out and he looks like he's ready to throw chairs in people's faces. So, I'm very excited about Sunday. I don't know what this means. I don't know if we're going to get KOR. There's a lot of questions about what is going to happen this weekend. And I just think it added a different level to this match because, I mean, Jericho did the thing. He did the thing. He called it out. What everybody does in the street fight. You know, why don't you just bring your five people? Because Jericho's like, dude, we're just going to be five of us and two of you. Right? Exactly. It is like, yeah, we don't have to worry about it. He's like, dude. No, don't think I didn't think of that. I'm not a stupid face. I am a face that actually, I've been a hill. I understand how the game works. So you got the numbers, but I got the crazy on my side. And sometimes crazy is the balance that you need. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, I'm so gassed about that. Um, Roderick Strong then proceeded to, uh, in the next segment, pin Daniel Garcia to give momentum for that. But then main event time. The Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles were on the line between the Lucha Brothers and the Blackpool Combat Club with Claudio Castagnoli and Wheeler, Wheeler Yuta. This was built off of what happened in Detroit, so Claudio basically got his tag title match uh, that he won in the uh, Double Jeopardy match in Detroit. Um, and this was a, a pretty dang good match. But then, as uh, Phoenix is proceeding to uh, get, get uh, uh, some momentum and Alex Abrahantes is distracting the referee... Young Bucks come from out from under the ring, hold on to Claudio, pulling him outside of the ring while they double team on Wheeler Yuta and pin him. And then the Young Bucks run off into the crowd as Moxley and Danielson come down and just start screaming. Basically, you think you know violence? You don't know a damn thing. We are going to give you the most vicious match with anarchy in the arena, too, against these against the elite. Um, And again, it's going to be so exciting 
Um, I also especially loved how they were scolding uh, Wheeler Yuta and basically just grilling him uh, for messing up because it really does seem like they like again they 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 grill the shit out of each other for mistakes and they because they want them to be the best they don't want them to be amateurs as I've said. Um, I think it's a great way to lead off the show um, because uh, again it's one of the most exciting matches to look forward to for Double or Nothing. They just put out a shirt actually with the Blackpool Combat Club versus the Elite for Anarchy in the Arena with shit's about to hit the fan, which I'm so glad that they used that for the shirt. I'm going to get that because I'm pretty sure they'll have that at the arena and it'll have an I was there. I want it so bad. Like, it looks so cool, so simplistic. It looks amazing. I want it so, so, so bad. Yeah, um, I, uh, yeah. it looks like where my section is. I just looked and I was like, I was just a little bit over from it last night. So, I mean, last year. So they're going to be fighting like right in front of me. Yeah, we're we're upper bowl this time, but we got front row upper bowl. So yeah. I will take that. Um, but we were right. We were literally right next to Danielson when he came down from last year's Anarchy in the Arena. I can't be je- I can't be greedy and be like, oh, I didn't get this time this year. It's like same Dude. thing with this. Like, like I said, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to be at United Center uh, for Collision because it's just, I'm just not going to be able to get the time off. Um, but it is what it is. We were there for uh, the first time. Yeah, it exactly. Is. Again, yeah. I, I never – I can't be greedy like this. Like, again, yeah. the first time was – I don't know how I managed to get those tickets. And then I saw him in his first match at All In, which is yeah. still the best wrestling pay-per-view I have ever seen. I can't be – like, again, I'm not going to be greedy. I'm going to take what I have, and I'm going to run with it, and I'm going to be happy, and I'm going to be accepting of what I got. It's and, that simple. And I'm just – I'm happy, like, that, it, you know, it's in good hands. I mean, the tickets – Still sold, whether we're there or not. Yes. And that's that's where you want AEW to be. So, you know, when it's doing its best, you want it to sell whether you buy a ticket or not. And, exactly. And they sell and buy whether we buy tickets or not. And that's great. Yeah. But that was AEW Dynamite Las Vegas um, for Rampage. You're going to see Ethan Page in the guns in action. Big Bill and Lee Moriarty face off against best friends. Britt Baker and Hikaru Shida will team up to face Nyla Rose and Marina Shafir. And we get L I L F I versus the acclaimed, um, and then the only things that they've announced for double uh, for uh, have they did they they didn't announce anything for next week's uh, double or nothing? I mean next week's dynamite did they? Nothing like that. Just oh no matches. no 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 I did yeah I, I didn't yeah I don't think they were setting up for dynamite at all. Good okay so now we can go ahead and we can preview double or nothing and give our predictions so. We uh, first, I think the first thing that we can lead off with is the the international championship blackjack battle royal. We now know the full list of competitors, all twenty one of them. So of course you have Orange Cassidy, the champion, as uh, who's the twenty one. Um, but Jay White, Ricky Starks, Brian Cage, Juice Robinson, Swerve Strickland, Keith Lee, Lucha Bros, uh, Dustin Rhodes, Butcher and Blade, Bandito. Uh, and then Big Bill, Tony Nice, Best Friends, Kip Sabian, Arya Davari, um, and then I'm blanking on some of the other ones. I think is it Lee? Is it is it uh, Lee Moriarty? And then uh, yeah. and then uh, is it Vikango or is it, no? Is it a uh, Commander? 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 That was the one thing I gotta say, honest to God, and it's being greedy still. Where is Vikango? Where is Vikango? He's wrestling at GCW tomorrow night. 
Or I to, know. At this point, it's tonight. <laughs> He's wrestling exactly. at GCW. I, I know. I knew he had other bookings, but I would have loved to see him in this match. That's all I'm saying. You know, they, I throw, get it. they throw in a secret person every now and then. So. But it, they do, yeah. But yeah, yeah. considering they've already given all 21 people that are in the match, I think we're pretty set in stone with that. Yeah. But And again, it's fine. It's it is what it is, and and the GC GCW getting him is awesome. Though, I will say, yeah, I want to be I want to be upfront. I usually say if I am not right, I will uh, say I, I will forget about it. But when you find out that you were wrong before the moment even happens, huh? I was like, well, Osprey's gonna win it. Yeah, yeah, he's in super strong style sixteen this week in the UK. So yeah, I don't think he can win it. Yeah. yeah, I don't yeah, think so. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's actually, you know, possible. I mean, unless he like loses a super strong style sixteen like today and then <laughs> flies in. But no, I don't think it's possible for him to win because Will Ospreay is one of the best athletes I've ever seen in professional wrestling. But I don't think he can be in two places at once. No, I think that goes against his powers at that point. Maybe hologram Will Osprey wins the battle royal. Maybe I don't know how you do that. No, no, it was just hilarious when I saw that. I was like, "Damn, I'm wrong before the I'm wrong before Dynamite even starts." Exactly, because <laughs> he was in, you know, California on like Sunday. He was in. He, he just won. It was like, oh, you just stay for a week and show up to double or nothing. Oh no! Exactly, it's not a long trip. Yeah, 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 no, 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 no. That's that's not gonna happen. Wrong already. So that's fun. Uh, yep. Is it? Hey, you know, like if it a if a if I didn't know that and I at least had that moment of hope, that would be great. But you know, before before even dynamite started, I was like, oh, that's what happens when you don't pay attention to wrestling schedules. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Seriously. No, but uh, um, but I I feel like um. At least my prediction is that OC retains. But I'm going to add one on top of that. I think that the final two, um, I think the final two actually will be uh, Jay White and Orange Cassidy. That would be cool. Uh, I, 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 okay. So if I had to pick my winners, like I would go Swerve would be one. And then Jay White would be two. Because to me, if somebody's going to win, take the title off of him in a battle royal, it would have to be a heel. You know what I mean? It's like right. someone that literally doesn't care. But if you're thinking math-wise, you know, like how battle royals always work out, that means Juice, Juice, Switch, and Ricky are going to eliminate each other, right? Mm-hmm. And then Keith Lee and Swerve, one of them is going to eliminate the other. Since Swerve has Brian Cage with him, I imagine Brian Cage takes out Keith Lee, whatever. I don't know. If you think in Battle Royal terms. So I'm thinking the last two. Yeah, it's probably going to be. It's going to be Switch. I mean, it's going to be OC. And I could see Big Bill. Ooh, <laughs> OC and Kip Ooh. Sabian. Kip Sabian. That's, there you go. All right. Because right. he was kind of stalking him and he wanted the title. But I just like, if you're thinking about everybody that's in their little feuds with each other, it's like, yeah, that's Kip Sabian might be it, but we'll see. Yeah. But I know I'm going with the safe pick of Orange Cassidy winning. As am I. Um, we have Christian Cage versus Wardlow in a TNT Championship ladder match. 
and I see Christian Cage taking this thing. The man is versed in ladder matches, and I think it helps with having a dinosaur in your corner. I think that definitely helps. Um, and I think him taking the TNT title, I like Wardlow, I do. But Christian taking the title, immediately, people care. It's just how that's going to work. And I honestly think that, and he will be vicious, making fun of everyone's dads. He's got a weird thing about that, but it'll be amazing. We'll keep that whole thing going. Christian Cage, your new TNT championship. I am okay. going, going with Wardlow to win. And oh, I am, boring. I, and I'm going with Arn Anderson giving Christian the Spinebuster at some point. I mean, that would be cool, but I'm just saying. I think Warlow takes I'm out thinking about. I'm thinking about titles like being improved. Yeah, I think Warlow takes out. Uh, Warlow takes out Chris, uh, Luchasaurus, and then Arn sneaks in the ring like he has done before. Lines up Christian, gives him the spine buster, and then Warlow goes up and grabs the ladder. I do. I, I mean, ask me who I want to win. Probably Christian. I, I honestly do think it makes the TNT title more interesting. I, I really do, but it's just like Christian and MJF are kind of the same person. You know, like all right, the, the all over-the-top right. heel, and it's just like there should be only room for one super over-the-top heel at the top. Right now, that's MJF. All right, fair enough. <laughs> um, then we move over. Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter for the AEW Women's Championship. Um, now... I do like how the outcasts have been improved significantly, but I still think that this is Jamie Hayter's title to retain. I'm going to go ahead and I'm sticking with Jamie Hayter. I don't know if this match happens. Really? Because Jamie's hurt. And they've been very open about her being hurt. That is very true. Maybe. Maybe. I hope it happens. I think Jamie and Tony would put on a great match. I hope it happens, but I don't know how the storyline works out. If the match happens, if the match happens, I think the only way to go is Tony Storm winning. Yeah, that, that is, I, again, I get you there for sure. Because uh, uh, the Outcast needs they're they're good and they're great, but you looking at damage, look at damage control in the WWE, right? Right. As soon as Bailey didn't beat Bianca, it's like why are they a group anymore? Right. If Tony Storm doesn't beat Jamie. Why are they even a group anymore? Right. That's it. That's how I'm taking it. No, I, I get that. Honestly, um, we then will move over. Then like I guess I do hope Jamie Hader is healthy to be able to wrestle because I would like to see that. still. Um, Jade Cargill versus Taya Valkyrie first for the uh, TBS title. Um, it's I I can't see Jade not winning this honestly I just can't I, I like to me it's past Jade winning I think it's all about Chris Statlander coming back after the match. same that's please I think that I, I think the, I think the aliens music hits and it's all about Chris Statlander coming back after the match I might be like I very very might be wrong but Taya Valkyrie reeks of holdover yes next loss next. She reeks of being number 60. That's what she reeks of. There you go. <laughs> yeah, honestly, honestly. But we then move over to House of Black versus the Acclaimed for okay. the trio's title. So we don't know if this match is official. I want to be clear. Yes. The Acclaimed won their match on Rampage. Spoiler. Sorry if you watch it. 
they won their match, and then they said they were going to challenge House of Black. It has not been announced. It might not. It might be announced tonight, but because we're not doing, we're doing the show before Rampage. We kind of got to guess. Right. I think it's going to be a match. It might even be the pre-show match. That's the thing. Yeah, it yeah, probably yeah, yeah. it might be that case. I think. Yeah, because yeah. you, you want to get the crowd hot. You have Max come out, do his rap, call the, the House of Black creepy and all that stuff. They do their entrance, the black lights and all that stuff. That's how you get some extra people to buy the pay-per-view. Yeah. Yeah. For real, for real. Um, then we have Chris Jericho versus Adam Cole in the unsanctioned match. <sighs> this is a tough one for me, honestly, I think, because I think like, I think Jericho needs a win. That's the thing, though, is that he has I, done nothing I, but people I, I, who I over love, this year. I love Adam Cole, and he's done so so well. But Chris Jericho, dude, I just I want. He's done nothing but people over. He put Ryan That's Strong the thing. I over. Think, I think he, this is a feud that, like, honestly, like, while it does seem like the unsanctioned match would be the payoff, I don't think we're done here. Yeah, yeah. So I see Jericho winning this match. Yeah, I think I he, I think he needs to win because. Once you once you keep putting everybody over, it stops being special. Once you keep losing, beating you stops being special. Yeah. So I mean, Jericho has literally put like lost every rivalry he's been in this year. He needs to win a match. He does. So I, I I would I would go ahead and I would agree with that. So I would say, yeah, Chris Jericho for that one. Going over now. FTR versus Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. If you so much as even sneeze with the idea of putting the AEW tag team titles on old ass Jeff Jarrett, I ought to slap you. It's FTR. I mean, I think they have done a brilliant job in booking this in a way where you believe FTR can lose. I think I think they the goal was to build doubt and I think they have. It's literally right now, it's gonna you got Sotnam, you got Jay Lethal, you got Sunjay, you got Jeff Jarrett, and you got Karen Jarrett versus FTR. So technically it's five on two, right? Then you got Briscoe and you don't know where it goes. So technically it could end up being six on two, right? So yeah. it's like you the doubt on whether FTR can win. Right there, if you want to do that. So you got five on two right now. So I think they've done a brilliant job, and uh, they, I think they've done a brilliant job in building that doubt. So I don't know. I I don't think there's any way in Sam Hell, Jeff Jarrett, and Jay Lethal can win. I think it's FTR all the way, but they've done a great job building up the doubt. They have done a good job. Then the elite. Blackpool Combat Club, Anarchy in the Arena 2. This one is interesting for me. Because since it's the United Elite, where we have Hangman Page back in there, I feel like it's going to be the safe bet to go with the Elite. I think just because it'll be the first time we have all the four back together. See, and I almost feel the exact opposite. I, I don't know, man. My uh, mind's going the elite. I'm going Blackpool Combat Club with Don Callis being the difference. Maybe that is very even, true. Maybe even uh, Takesha 
Even though I don't oh really him, I don't want him to be a heel right now. He's I don't such, either. He's such a lovable person. I want to go have Cinnabon, Cinnabon with him. Don't turn him heel, please. Yes, Takeshi, if you're listening to us, I'm in Vegas this weekend. Let's go have some Cinnabon. But um, I don't want to turn him heel. But I just feel like Don Callis and Takeshi, because he kind of just kind of went away, they're going to have something to do with the end of this match. I do think they will have something to do with it. I just don't know if it's going to cause the... Uh, everything to go the way that they think it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I'm, I think I'm still pretty safe in picking the elite. I could be very wrong on this, but I think I'm pretty still, yeah. I think I'm still setting my ways in that. Then four pillars, world title, four way MJF, Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, jungle boy. I mean, you're keeping it on MJF. I mean, because the right answer is you keep it on MJF until CM Punk wins the damn thing off of him. That's what you're, that's what you're building towards. Let's be honest here. But yeah, uh, yeah. I I mean I I I love Darby. I I've I long too. stated he's one of my favorite wrestlers in AW singles wrestlers. I love Sammy. I'm on always be on Sammy G's side. His come up and where he's come from has been amazing. Uh, you know, Jungle Boy is Jungle Boy. I, I like I said. I always I will say this about Jungle Boy. I am not decided on him. I am undecided. I don't know where I am right now. I'm not feeling him, but, you know, he could always turn that around. Uh, But MJF is the guy right now. It's like when you're trying to build the new generation of AEW, the face of the new generation of AEW is MJF. He has to keep this belt. Now, I have it in my head, my fantasy booking. This is all fantasy booking, all rampant speculation out of nowhere. That's MJF wins the match. He's standing in the ring, you know, so just to have survived the fatal four way, being the dick that he is. And then you hear that scratch. And then you hear that music. And me and Austin go fucking nuts. Yes. And just like Double or Nothing ended last year with CM Punk on the ramp, it ends this year with CM Punk on the ramp. Dude, if you let just oh, just to give confirmation that yes, he will be there in the United Center. Let his return be at T-Mobile Arena. Let it happen. Let it let it happen. Just let him return. Like he'd have a reason to be there too. Because isn't the Vegas Golden Knights? Aren't they playing Dallas? When are they playing Dallas? They like, play in the next home game. I was gonna say they just played. They just played play. in Dallas to keep yeah, Dallas so, kept the series so alive. So I think the uh, the game is Saturday in Vegas, I believe. I'm yeah. not sure. It's gonna be duh, 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 it, yeah, because next game is Saturday and it's in Vegas. He has a reason. He has an absolute reason to be there. So he could watch playoff hockey. Watch playoff hockey on Saturday, then show up at double or nothing and make me happy. That's fine. That's all I want. Just do it, please. It'd oh. be so good. Then I don't have to be sad that I'm going to miss collision. So they have At a the playoff. United- they have a playoff uh, hockey game on Saturday night. On Saturday, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, you already have plans Saturday night, dude. I'm. I have zero nothing to do. I might go drop my stuff off in my room and go watch a playoff hockey game, dude. dude I've never. I mean, it's, it's, I've, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. I've never seen a hockey game ever, oh, like live. Dude. So, I will say I will say firmly too. This will be like getting off topic for a split second. 
Um, I say this firmly because I know hockey is one of the least popular sports in in the States. Um, but the hardcore fans of hockey are hardcore. It's like you don't have hardcore fans of baseball. I feel like I, I mean you do, but they're not they don't pack out like they do for for hockey. And I say this firmly for people who aren't like huge into hockey, go to a game. And if you can go to a playoff game, whew, dude, the atmosphere is unmatched. It is unmatched because the games, they just go by so fast. They're so entertaining. There's nothing more exhilarating than when a goal, you get a goal and then just the fucking elation that you get, dude. It's so much fun. I love going to Red Wings games. Uh, I would absolutely recommend, dude, if you if you can make that happen, that'd be a fucking blast. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to check it out. So we're going to see. But yeah, I just like, dude, that'd be kind of cool if I could um, somehow. I like literally. I we've talked about how I have zero plans Saturday night. So yeah, yeah, see how that works. Yeah, Sydney's gonna be at the heels event, so we're kind of locked until she gets out of her heels event. Ah, I can, I can imagine. So, so yeah, but that right there is our predictions, our preview for Double or Nothing. I'm so gassed and so hyped about it i know you i'm pretty sure because we've said you me sydney the whole fam um and my boy jared who's gonna be back in vegas we literally took him to his first ever aew show with double or nothing last year and he's back in vegas once again to see it with us um so i'm so excited i get to meet up with him again i think we we, i've told you and i've said like we're gonna go because we're gonna literally just walk towards t-mobile arena Grab some like Hard Rock Cafe, like full mass, like full uh, like fat ass masa style. Get Hard Rock Cafe, like go that whole shit, uh, and we'll make that happen. And uh, uh, and then we'll head to the arena after that. Oh, crazy! Yeah, no, no, I'm just gonna, dude. I'm just like, dude. Uh, like I said, I'm keeping it open, but uh, that Sunday, yeah, I'm gonna r- roll with y'all. I'm excited. I'm so gassed. Like I, I said, it, it's going to be so fun just to have all of us together again and just meeting up with everybody. Like I said, last time I was there, dude, you you gave me a punk chair. You gave me a fucking punk chair that I still have right next to me. Dude, it was like when he won the title and it was good and it was over. And I, I looked at Crystal and I'm like, because of course I don't need two chairs. I and mean, Crystal's chair is, in essence, my chair. And yep. I was like, uh, and someone asked me to sell it, and I was like, no, nah, this, I looked at Crystal, and I was like, it's spoken for. I'm like, we're giving it to Austin. She's like, we're giving it to Austin. She knew, that's it. And there was no doubt in my mind. I was like, it wasn't like, it's like, yeah, we're giving it to Austin. So I knew it would mean the most to you, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, and it did, dude. It did. It, it honest did. to God yeah, did. Yeah, so now, like, you have the, you have the chair from when, all, uh, like, when, when Punk won the title. Like, like I said, I wish... There was a chance to where Cody had won the world title, but when he does win the WWE title, or if he ever it does, and like if I'm in the building, I'm going home with the chair that night. It's there's no doubt about it. You know what I mean? I need that chair. So uh, yeah, I'm glad I could make that happen. All right. Well, that is gonna do it though. The the for this episode of All Things Elite, um, I'm gonna go straight to bed so that way I can be able to get up for my flight the next morning. Um, uh, yeah, I, but I, yeah, I land in Vegas in what sixteen hours, something like right, that. Yeah, dude. It's gonna yeah, be pretty close. It's gonna be pretty close to the same, I think, for us too. But again, guys, continue to download this show on Google or Apple Podcasts, and also 
You listen to us on Spotify, wherever you choose to listen to us. Give us a share with your friends, family, coworkers, whoever you wish. Also, leave a rating and a review. And follow us on Twitter, at ATElitePod on Twitter. Don't forget about at Social Suplex, who are the guys that make this show possible. And you can check out all the other shows they have on their network, including the New Japan Show and all different types of uh, podcasts that you will enjoy. I am at Austin Summo. It's S-Z-U-M-O-W-I-C-Z. Floyd is at Floyd Johnson Jr. on Twitter. And as we prepare to head to Vegas for Double or Nothing, I will let my good buddy Floyd take us home for this episode of All Things Elite. On this coming Memorial Day weekend, one of my favorite weekends of the year because it is AEW Wrestling Weekend, I wish uh, all all the veterans of past and uh, current I wish them all uh, a happy Memorial Day, if that's a thing, but, you know, a respectful Memorial Day. Uh, I just want y'all, everybody to go out, have as much fun, spend time with your family, grill, eat some terrible food, have some good dessert, so we can all get back to work on Tuesday after Memorial Day is over. But love each other, tell your people that they matter to you, give them big hugs. When you see me at the show... Get us a picture so we can post it on the social medias because this is, this is what I live for. I live for people. I, I, I live for these moments. I live for this. So I hope that you feel that energy off of it and everybody has a positive weekend. So get out, love each other. And with that, I will leave you how I always leave you. Whether it is home, work, or school, always do your best to be a 